We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And welcome back to Scavtech, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing the fresh, currently in patching process, patch 13.5.1, followed by some discussions about some weapons, everyone's favorite topic, recoil, of course, and, you know, flechettes versus piranha, a little, it's it's been a light, it's been a light Tarkov week, but some spicy drama to really round Mm -hmm. things out, of course. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, yeah, so as I was telling Giga, I played a little bit over the weekend. I can't remember what I did. Probably some shoreline task, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do remember. I SJ, I double SJ6 and got, like, a bunch of quests. I did, like, three quests, dude. One at wow. the start of the one. Yeah, dude, I just, I can't. Oh, dude, you know how many, I need to look it up between my two accounts, how many hours I got concurrent, but I played so much shoreline. I just... Uh, I just want to get yeah. on streets of like traders, you know, res- respectively, mod- you know, moderately leveled up. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I, I really do. I was getting to this stage the other day because, like, I feel like this is maybe the first wipe. I don't, I don't really know why, but this is the first wipe where I feel kind of more. I can feel myself sliding away from the kind of like you know min max the the stash and da da da. I'm just like, well, I want to min max like my character. Like this time, I haven't filled my. Bitcoin farm really remotely at all. I think I got like the tenth. We had like a completely insane day for loot uh, last stream. We didn't actually kill that many people. We were supposed to be doing Punisher Six, but I was doing like interchange quests and like we did a, a couple of like random streets ones when I got bored and started using the AK-12. And uh, yeah, we ended up like not running into that many people and just like piling like tons of loot out of the maps and ended up getting to like four and a half mil or something. So I was like, well, I'll just buy like the ten to fill it fill it up. I think I had like six or something. So I just like bought the last couple just to fill it up. But I'm like, I prioritized trying to get the filters, that the air filter, because I'm mm. like, I'm really going to focus on you know, strength, endurance, like actually getting these these skills up. And um, I, I kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's a weird thing. It's, you know, playing like interchange and I spawn out by railway somewhere. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like getting to that point in the Tarkov, in my Tarkov career, where I feel like I just need to have an SJ6 at the beginning of every raid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I just like so. I'm kind of like getting a bit bored of just like the the run into the places. Like Shoreline's definitely like that interchange as well. Other maps are not so much. Like I don't mind. Like yeah. there's, there's interesting stuff that happens on reserve. Um, there's interesting customs. stuff that happens. Yeah, customs is fine because it's like yeah. pretty tightly packed, and you've also got like streets or whatever, which is fine. But there's a couple of those maps, interchange and shoreline in particular, where it's just like, well, I started off in the middle of like the arse end of nowhere, right. and I need to get to you know whatever position it is, and even runs that used to not bother me like you start by the road on interchange i'm just like i want to get into idea it's only over there but that's like three stamina bars or something so I'm like right yeah sj6 and it goes and run on run um it was kind of the follow-on from i think last time i said that i ended up just buying the injector case early i haven't even finished chemical four um that's actually something that's slightly interesting but just as a little tangent away from sure. the sort of intro but um chemical four keeps changing because Originally, everyone always used to hand it in to Skier to stop having to pay the million rubles. 
then people realize you didn't really need to pay the million if you have EOD because you can just get the rep anyway. And the therapist right. added the injector case. It's like, oh, we'll get the injector case because they were like a mill. And then this wipe, injector cases, for whatever reason, are something like 400,000 rubles, 450,000. But ammo cases are like in really low supply for mechanics. So they're like 450 and you get two from Prapple. So people have been handing in chemical part four to Prapple to sell the two ammo cases and then buy an injector case and then have like 400k oh. just left over. It's kind of interesting. Like if you don't have to manage your rep, then you can kind of make whichever economic choice is the best. But I know standard account guys normally have to like manage their rep a bit more carefully. But yeah. it's kind of interesting how it shifts around. So... I mean, I haven't even done it yet, and I was looking at it going like, maybe I will just hand it into Prapor if they're that expensive when I finally get around to finishing it. Um, I just need to like wander in and just plant the marker in a minibus, that's it. But I just can't be bothered to go to customs. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, so I ended up buying it early, and then now I've got like, I've got an SA6 in the thing every raid, and I'm like, do I, do I bring two? Like, just use one at the start, and then one, like, have it in my case, just in case? I don't mm. know. It's a, it's a funny one. Like... Having it there has definitely already saved me. I went to the wrong extract on interchange and then I needed to S, like I had no energy. So I had to like, what, what did we end up doing? We did SJ6, SJ12 oh to get to no backpack because that was the only way to like build up stamina and blah, blah, blah. Like, so we've already saved ourselves once by buying it. So the ejector case is just like totally, it's a total game changer, you know? Like you have the mule in case you're overweight. You have the SJ12 in case you run out of, uh, run out of food. You have the... The SJ6, so you can run faster. You have the ETG in case you run out of heals. You have the Propotol in case you need a long-term painkiller, like the adrenaline yeah. there for short fights. Like, it's just, it's nutty. It's so nutty. But, um, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. We've just been doing this and that. I've been, like, testing out the AK-12. We'll probably talk about that a little bit later. And um, it's been, yeah, just, like, just just mulling along. Like, I, I'm enjoying streets, honestly. Like, the performance on that map is very changeable, I find. Like, if I restart every raid, then it's pretty good um most of the time it's just it's just such a fun map i just love playing streets it's so yeah, dense it really and is. so packed like it's really cool and you hear people fighting caban all the time in the center and it's just it feels the map feels really alive actually yeah um i like it too because there's like a lot of loot but like you know more importantly because it is like what is it 40 45 minutes or is it 50 I think it might be 50 yeah um you know, you can spend a long time in a raid and there's, like, a ton of food items scattered, you know, about. And it kind mm. of makes, you know, makes you kind of have that feels of, you know, you're not really in, like, a session. You're, like, in this open world and, you know, you gotta, like, you know, go to the, the store to get the food to survive. You know, it's, I, I, I like it. Yeah, it's... It kind of makes me think, like, yeah, maybe we could do with like longer raids on other maps in some ways. Because I do love that feeling on streets of I don't need to get out straight away because I you don't necessarily always want to bring food and water with you. Like you can, but like if you die with it, it just feels kind of silly and like it's not really necessary. You can normally find it, but then often you end up not finding it, and then you're just kind of stuck. And yeah, it's just this awkward thing. Whereas on the streets, it's like, oh, there's the shop by Concordia, and there's one by Pinewood, and then there's the one in the middle of the map, and then there's the little store off the street by kind of near Pinewood, near the theatre, and it's just there's stuff everywhere. Like, the, the biggest change about my playstyle with streets, though, is that I have to, unless it's, like, right in my path, and it's something that could spawn high values, like a duffel bag or whatever, I have to just, like, stop myself from looting toolboxes and all sorts of things, like, in the area I spawn. I have to get, like, at least halfway to my extract, because so many times, <laughs> I just, like, don't leave the spawn, and I'm just, like, hoovering stuff up, and then I'm, like, 60 kilos, and then I'm, like, right, now let's play the map, and it's just, it's so bad, and you don't end up getting into good pvp situations either because it's late and then you're really heavy and 
It's just terrible. You just hoover up a load of loot for other people. And it's like, it's, it's hard to get out of that map anyway. Yeah. So I'd much rather get closer and then kind of loot then. Um, I've had to really discipline myself because it's, and it's, yeah. it's tough. I fall into that Not same easy. trap as well. But I think mm-hmm. one thing that has kind of, at least this has been my experience, is like after the first like 15 minutes or so, maybe even like 10, it just feels like there's no PMCs around. Like if you don't see a PMC, if you do that thing of I'm going to loot my spawn, you don't see a PMC, yeah. then it just like feels really dry afterwards. And I almost wish that like you know we have scavs that you know come in mid raid. I would I would mm. almost like for like PMCs to get like a uh you know mid fill instead of like an in, in fill. Oh, I know what fill. you mean. <laughs> mm. Maybe you could like you know there's like a priority queue or like a quick you know a quick queue, and you just get like thrown in. Yeah, in the middle of the raid, which I I feel like would be kind of okay because like you're you're giving up, you know, with the secure secure container, you're like giving up first dibs essentially by you know like the bitcoins. I mean, the, the value on the streets. I don't know if you saw Genji's tweet. Did she have yeah. like there was like six Axel parrots that mm-hmm. she got like stems, bitcoins, GP coins. Like it's just insane, right? So like I feel like it's kind of okay. I don't know if people would. I guess like the temptation is like, do you just want to play a quick raid? Here's your, you know, midfill on the streets or something. Because it'd be kind of nice to like have, you know, the map feel a bit more alive. Because if if you do stay in there for a long time, like you know, forty minutes, it does feel pretty empty towards the end. This is true, yeah, and it it gets more sketchy as well because you're usually pretty geared, and there's so many scavs and there's so many player scavs, yeah. and it makes it quite hard. Uh, to to just play like I find it quite difficult to just to extract on that map a lot of the time. Like some yeah. of the exits are harder than others, but some of the pathways are, like really awkward now. It's like I quite like the crashed helicopter one behind Concordia, but it's like oh, how do you actually how do you actually, like oh, get right. there? You know, yeah, it's but awkward. you have to like yeah, it's like well I go all the way around the outside, but then you, right. then you get shot out through the bushes by the theater, and then there's the, you have to go next to Caban, or you have to go through Concordia, which again you get shot through bushes like. It's just very difficult to Sounds like extract it's a bush out of certain problem. ones. It's a lot of bush <laughs> Not problems. Not an extract. Yeah. It's just a bush problem. <laughs> kind of. It is kind of that. Like I'm, I'm feeling those bush problems more. Actually, there's like certain areas I avoid. It's like I talk. I always talk about the box scabs on shoreline, which are the ones up on the very north side as you're leaving towards path to shoreline. Sorry, path to lighthouse. And they always get me. Like you can never tell if they're there or not. You basically have to like bring a flash and like throw it in there. They're just so annoying because it's like there's no the, cover. The truck. No, or like further rock. up, like up by the big rock, like right at the north side. You know, if you were going like along the wall edge and towards you're going path towards the, shoreline. Path to, the path to lighthouse yeah, on yeah. the shoreline itself, then there's those two, there's the two weapon crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those guys yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. And they're just like, they're notorious for just like shooting yeah. you through bushes and you can't tell them when they're like where they are. And like sometimes they'll be firing at me and I'm just like, I can't even yeah. see you. Like, where <laughs> are you? Like, it's so annoying. And I know that they actually tried to tone that down a little bit, but it's still in certain areas, it's really bad. There's like that one there. Um, there's another area that's also really bad for it. But um, yeah, I don't know. But it, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. But I mean, speaking of that, like before we get into the big bug fix thing, um, I actually played like a ton of like streets scav last stream because they put through the patch to fix the DC issue. Like I could play streets at the beginning of the white for whatever Same. reason. And then after a while, it just stopped working yeah. and I just couldn't get anymore. And it was just the constant, you know, you, you load in, but it disconnects. And then it says, escape from Tarkov and you click and then it loads in and disconnects and you just never actually end up getting into the game. You ultimately just have to leave. 
and it sucks. Um, so they fixed that, and we basically played uh, like I think we did like six or something, five or six street trades through the whole thing. I just alternated like PMC scab, PMC scab like that, and it worked every time. And people in chat were like, "Is it really fixed?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." And people were playing on streets as well. It's like, oh, this is glorious. It feels so good. But uh, like because of the density of AI scabs on that map, like playing scav on streets feels just so easy. Um, and also because I haven't played scav properly for the ages, I normally just run it through on factory. And like at the beginning of the wipe now, I just play so much PMC. I like I don't even bother clicking scav right at the start because it takes like 15 minutes to get into a raid because everyone's trying to play scav. So I just play yeah, PMC over and over. Um, and so I almost like I go like I go from that to then just running through on factory so I can just quickly sell the stuff and then play my PMC again. So it's like going back to playing scav properly for the first time in actually a long while. Was, it's kind of refreshing and just like wandering around, looting a few cabinets, you know, it's like <laughs> high five in the AI scavs and the extracts are pretty easy. Like it's it's cool. It's it's much less stressful than playing PMC. I, I mean, I definitely see why people like playing scavs so much. Yeah. But yeah, glad the DC connection thing is fixed because I think that was happening to, to players as well at some point. Like for PMCs, it's just, yeah, that really shouldn't happen. The scavs are annoying, but... Uh, at least you can play other maps. But yeah, if you get DC'd with your, like, a kit that you've actually paid for, it's like, that's, that's really bad. So thank God they did that. They did it as, uh, as its own thing prior to this patch here, um, which I guess, yeah, we can talk about now. So they've released patch 0.13.5.1. It's getting complicated. <laughs> so they've got a bunch of stuff. They have done a list of improvements. Now, I'm kind of intrigued about this. Added new quests and expanded existing quest lines. We don't know what this means yet. So, yeah, as Church said for context at the beginning, we're actually in the patching period. I think they started patching three hours ago, four, two hours ago, something like that. And it's going to be done in about an hour, two hours, I, th I think, something along those lines. So by the time this podcast is out for all the audio listeners, then it'll already be out and we'll kind of know some of these, these answers. But right now, we don't know exactly which quest lines we're talking about. But we'll see. Could be interesting. Um, do you know what this means? Weapon preset list. Tab will now display presets available for the selected weapon. Is this for like the? Do you think this is for the kit presets? So if you go in the kit preset, you can pick a weapon preset that you've got saved previously. Oh, in that'd the be kit really preset. nice. That would Something be really like nice. Yeah, because it's kind of frustrating. Like you make a, like it's kind of awkward that you have to like make a weapon preset, build the weapon preset, then equip it, and then save the preset. Mm. You know, um, so if that's the case, weapon preset list tab will now display presets available for the selected weapon. Maybe that means the mm. alternatively could mean like the. Actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm not too sure. Well, weapon... you said alternatively, and then I thought, actually, maybe this is just in weapon presets. That's what you I'm know, thinking. Like, yeah, if you open up a weapon, you right. then have to go and like find the weapon preset in the list menu. Whereas right. this way, I think it may just show you presets for just... the just the weapon already. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it's in the actual like kit presets. I think it's in the weapon presets. But I that's still so. good. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. I don't. We have to see what. I'm not too clear on. What now display presets available? So like you just click on the because it already kind of does that. Like you click on the weapon and then it drops down, and then it shows the. Weapon? But you have to find the weapon, right? So if you go, like, say you've got an AK-101, you go right-click, edit, preset, it opens up, and then you have to find, you know, AK-101 in the list. Whereas now it's going to show you presets you've already built, just, like, automatically on the right for the gun that's 
in the preset, like in the center of the screen, you know, like at the moment you have to find it. And I, I name my presets so that I can find them. So I name them like AK101 something something or like M4A1 something something. Because you can't write M4 because it needs to be three characters. Oh, I think I, the so list. like while you're modding a gun, you can open yeah. up the preset. Gotcha, gotcha. And it'll be right there. Like you won't need to search for that weapon. I think that's probably what it is, actually. That makes sense. Sword, which is cool. That's nice. Uh, yeah, so slightly better. Um, added the option to hide the intermediate trader, trader list screen. Yes. Big plus. This is a big, mm. big plus. This is going to help everybody with the muscle memory. We talked about this last time because it was on the list of things they said they were fixing. But I'm just, I'm so pleased. It's a redundant screen for most people. I think for everyone, honestly. I'd... I was going to say, like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just more curious. Like, why is it an option to hide it? Why not just get rid of it? Like, I don't think there's any information on there that you can't get on the other screen. Yeah, you can see I know your what rep, you, mean. you can see the loyalty level. There's a bit of law. And that's the only thing I can think. Like you hover <laughs> over in this law there, but like Oh my god, the, the text box lore. How oh, the text how box, exactly. We, the the flavor text. How could we live without the flavor text? And maybe some people prefer it. So so for me, I actually yeah. think it's good that they put a box in for it because or like a sorry, a choice in for it, because why not? You know, some people were gonna prefer that and some people don't want to relearn the new system. Make it optional. Yeah, like it's fair. okay. That's if fair. you can, you may as well. They don't lose anything for doing it. So I think that's cool. That's so fair. what I am quite excited for is added the option to configure the use of consumable items on double click. I didn't expect them to do this actually. What does it mean though by configure? Oh, like you could select only food items. Yeah. Activate by double click. Yeah, or like only meds, only food. I don't know exactly how that's gonna get parameterized, but that will be that's kind of cool like maybe it'll be a drop down it'll be in gameplay or something this is how i imagine it if i was designing it'd be like in gameplay it'd be like you know consumable item like setting whatever it'd be like all items um and meds only food only food and meds like i I actually can't think of like the full combination of like possible double clicks the inventory or maybe it'd be something like in raid only in inventory only like both like yeah maybe it's maybe it's not even for um types because in, in raid only would be fine. That would actually work better, actually, I think, rather than saying, like, you know, meds only, food only, whatever. Because, like, I, in the stash, like, I never need to double-click it. Like, it's just not, not really relevant. Mm-hmm. I want to double-click stuff in the info screen to appear pretty much for everything in the stash. And so if it's just, like, double-click all items in raid does, like, uses them, and double-click of all items in the stash uses them, that also feels intuitive to me. Uh, yeah. Because I'm not, I tend not to be, like, looking for the... And there's an animation in Raid. Like, you can cancel the animation. If you do, if you do accidentally double-click on a stim, you can, like, get it yeah. out. Yeah, you know? the only problem is, like, you, whatever you're canceling, some of it, like, gets through, like, the debuffs. Maybe. Maybe, sometimes, yeah. yeah. And, like, if it's a CMS kit, for example, you lose a charge because they, they made that change, like, two patches ago. Why did they you do lose that charge. They did it so that people weren't... Um, skill it leveling? was kind of... It wasn't even about that, I don't think, necessarily. I think it was about people baiting using the sound. Oh, what? I think. Um, <laughs> yes. Not that it really matters, but it's like if you can't... I think it's about, like, yeah, it's just like if you cancel... It's maybe not about, like, baiting specifically, but, like, if you get halfway through a CMS and you, you know, click to cancel it or whatever, like, it still, it still consumes it, so you can't just, like, med for free. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a distinct choice you have to make. Like, do you get to the end? Do you, do you start it in the knowledge that if the guy pushes you, you have to cancel? I think it's more that it's like less about like baiting specifically, but it's I, I think it's better. I actually think it's interesting. But like I'm I think all, it's more if the guys push me, I'm always gonna cancel. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, if you're in a standoff, right, and like you're still uh-huh. like, throwing nades, or whatever, and like you've got a black leg, and you're like, mm, do I do I want to pink him again? Like, I can definitely get that off, or maybe I CMS. Like, maybe he doesn't push me, you know, and then you start it. But like in that old situation, you could always do that. Like, as long as you could cancel it in time. Like, not always. You can't always, but as long as you could cancel it in time, you pretty much were just incentivized to always start the the med animation, almost. Um, and now it's like you have to make a distinct choice because you're going to use a use. Like it's a small thing. I don't think it matters. Yeah, too I mean much, it's but... a small thing. It's just a, a. Just I'm looking for the, you know what I mean. I'm trying to figure out the greater meaning. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, I don't know the greater meaning of BSG. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. And that was the that was the list of improvements. So that's that's kind of nice. Like some quality of life stuff. Good things. Um, they said a list of fixes, fix the known issues when loading into raids, PMCs, scouts, which is especially noticeable on streets. That one they've kind of already done. That was its own separate thing. Um, various fixes, visual fixes on streets of Tarkov, fixes for sound environment. This is all good. Um, fix the bug where the fog was not rendered. We talked about that. Fix the incorrect number of landmine explosions on Lighthouse. I don't, I don't know what that means. Wrong number of landmine explosions. So they were like, <laughs> Two explosions for one singular landmine or multiple? Two? Is it one? I don't know. Was it too much damage? Was it not enough damage? I don't, did they kill you straight away? I don't think they did. It was only Claymores that one-shot you, I believe. Yeah, I think Claymores one-shot you. The landmines, you get two. But I did see a clip from Airwing stream where he was, was fighting up on the... This. He was fighting up on the rocks and he ate a landmine. I think he ate a total three and he didn't take any damage. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that might be that. I'm, I'm not sure. I've like I've basically not played Lighthouse. I've done like some of the easiest quests on there. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm just probably not gonna play it. I'm just not in a lighthouse kind of mood. Like the performance on that map is pretty basic. The AI is like pretty basic. I just I just don't really like it. Very yeah, much. I don't I, like I, the gameplay. I'm the same. Like not only does it perform bad, but like you have to deal with landmines on the rocks, which which they added. Uh, fun. If, the, if you know you're bear like me because you know what i don't know why you do this but you're bear like me then you know it's like even more painful the map runs poorly uh you constantly feel like you're gonna get one tapped by m61 like it's just it's kind of a nightmare i don't really like it yeah exactly like you can't go in any of the sniping spots without feeling like you know an airwing marine like character is just gonna like lapour <laughs> you from no like just like from some the, random angle from the lighthouse <laughs> I just feel like there's just like no like the loot's kind of like meh like unless you hit these like routes and stuff I don't know it's just I just feel like it's not really worth doing going through that I'd rather just go streets <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about it yeah. I'd rather just play streets I think the streets is a more interesting map and there was a place for it before and there still is it's just sort of the sniping map but yeah I just I've said it a thousand times. I don't like playing against the rogues that much. I'd much like streets yeah. is much more like my type of like gameplay. It's like short range and medium range kind of combat. Um, I'm not really a big sniping kind of guy, so it's, it sort of works better for me. But I know some people do like lighthouse, and some people like the the routine of farming the rogues. It's kind of like a yeah, you know, an RPG like boss farming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you go here and you lean here and you shoot this, and then, but then you might get interrupted by a PMC, and there's like I I, I get that. But um, I just, yeah, I'm just not liking it myself. 
What else? Fix the scoreboard display for the list of items for barter and switching to another item. I've had this. Have you seen this? If there's like three items on, let's say you try to buy the MMAC rig from Ragman and you've switched from another item, the scoreboard never appears. You can't actually see what the bottom item is in the barter huh. on the trader himself. Like obviously you can never see it on the sleeve, but it's like the scoreboard's like a bit weird and you have to switch away and switch back for it to work. So that's good. PMC's hands freezing in the lowered position. Busy hands, just thank God. It's awful. Um, it's just like the fact that busy hands is still a problem. It's just like so infuriating. I don't know how this keeps coming back up. Um, it does. Uh, a few other looks like random stuff. Mopping the floor, like error 228. Memory, no, fix the known causes of memory leaks. I like the way that that's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> the things they know about, they fix. They haven't, they haven't necessarily fixed the memory leaks, but they fix the things that they know about that are causing memory leaks. There's definitely unknown things that are causing memory leaks. So maybe that's coming later. That's so, really funny. Ho- hopefully that helps a little bit with streets. We don't have to restart it all yeah. the time. Um, there's like one random thing that uh, I noticed the other day. If you scroll really quickly in the inventory, I had the FPS counter on because we were looking at it on the previous raid because uh, I was just scabbing with it on because I don't tend to use my scab clips on YouTube. I don't like having my FPS counter up because I feel like it spoils like... I don't, I don't like it in the regular clips if I'm putting them in a real video. But on scav, like I'm basically not going to use those clips in a video, to be honest. So like we just had the FPS counter up just to sort of check it. And some raids were good, some raids were bad. But I left it on and we had it on in the inventory. And I was just like, why does the inventory feel so weird when you scroll around? You know, you scroll up and scroll down and it's like the FPS goes down to like 10, like 5, 10, whatever. You can see if you you try and like whip it up and down, you can see that it really lags sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, because like the menus do feel like you play one raid and the menus just feel like really unresponsive or like. You know, laggy for lack of a better word yeah it's really strange and when i was i think the, the place that made me notice it the most was actually when it was not there and i think i was taking it was either taking stuff out of my inventory as a scav after a scav run mm-hmm. or taking insurance one or the other where it's like just your inventory and just the other screen and that's it there's like no player screen or anything else like you're not really in the game it's you in that sort of halfway house screen and the menus, like you could just like speed through and like move stuff over, and it's like really, really quick. And I was like, "Huh, it's kind of weird that it's like totally fine here, but like not when you're actually in your real inventory." It's so strange. But um, I only really noticed it. Like I just kind of got used to it, and it only happens while you're scrolling really, really fast. It doesn't really matter, but it's because when I was like, "Why is the FPS counter at like five? This is super, super weird." And then you know we engineered it, and it's like scrolled the thing as fast as possible. It's just like, yeah, man, this is like really laggy if you just scroll a bunch i mean maybe it's, it's just must be some inefficient loading of the item icons or like the item details or so, something along those lines it's like preloading something maybe i'm not sure maybe that's an eod issue because you've got so much stash space <laughs> you like scrolling up and down too quick i don't know uh what else yeah that was memory leaks yeah there's a bunch of other stuff i think we talked about some of these before like radio transmitter reflashing that showing has failed a couple of lightkeeper quests were fixed um bugs with meds to the medication before the before the timer i think like yeah which, which ones did we did we talk about them? we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Some others maybe that were new. Hold up, adjusted the recoil behavior for SVT40 and AVT40. Yes, that's a little bit further on. I don't think there's anything else interesting before there. 
Give arms and left fix this. Da, da, da. Yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah. So let's 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 talk about that then. So just to recall behavior for SPT 40, AVT 40. We don't know what this means yet. <laughs> I will be kind of sad if they just take the return to center time and just like just crank it up a bunch. Uh, why would that be bad? Yeah, that would be bad for the gun. No, that'd be like that'd make, be good for the gun. Well, it, make the return to center time. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, yeah. So like if you take the convergence and turn that up, that uh, that makes the return to center time go down. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I'm, I was talking about the center time itself, but yeah, so like making it making it resettle longer. Because the gun mm-hmm. feels so good now. <laughs> it's like I mean it's a big ask, right? To say like we kind of want the other comparable guns to feel like the SVT does, because the SVT performs much like we would hope most guns would. You know, I did the video that we referenced last time about the SVD and the Hunter, and about how, like, so many of them, especially once they've got these, like, convergences down near one, they get so floaty, and, like, the back yeah. of the gun just, like, floats so much, whereas, like, the SVT just doesn't do that. Well, it's, it's... a combination of recoil and, and convergence, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's convergence actually not that... Right, I think it's like one point two five, so like point two five more, which is, I mean, it's it's really not that great, but namely the like the starting recoil is already kind of low because what it's like mm. sub hundred, and then the yeah. the real kicker is the um dispersion or the the angle or not the angle, but like the the horizontal, horizontal kind of deal. It's like an outlier it's oh man i can't remember the value it's like 10 whereas all the other rifles like most of the semi-autos are like 17 like mm. almost 50 percent like less like it's just pretty vertical um ish so it just makes it like really good for spamming like at mid-range even it's like kind of okay i don't know i i think what they I hope what they do is well, it'll be interesting if they separate the SVT and AVT out because right now they have the exact same stats. But regardless, uh, I think maybe just like a you know, oak middle ground compromise would be like just give it the same uh, dispersion or horizontal recoil as the like SVD, which I think is also seventeen. I'd have to pull it up, but. Just keep it in line with the other ones. It's like it's just it's just really weird that it's like such an outlier. Yeah, but I do like, think we, that as the you said, base we, could be slightly higher, maybe. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just I don't know how much that's gonna because like effectively what you do is like this, this is kind of an interesting thing, right? So like your if you want to think about it, your dispersion or your Horizontal recoil, if you will, is is kind of like a your vectors, right? Um, so if it's like zero, we'll say that the vectors are just like completely linear, right? And mm-hmm. if the recoil of the gun is a hundred, then that's sort of like the length of the the vectors, right? Yeah. So like the the dispersion, or you know, I'll just use dispersion. It's kind of like the direction. So if you take it and you bump it to like 15, you know, now they're kind of like poking out slightly, you know, 15 degrees to the left, 15 degrees to the right. But if you set your recoil to like 10, it's just like a, you know, a little tiny V, like it's not, but then, you know, you can, so you can see how like you could play with the length and the angles to kind of get these weird, 
differences. So like even though the the dispersion is like ten currently, I think it is. Um the recoil is like a hundred, so the length is kinda long, so you can mm. kinda get because remember you're firing multiple rounds, so like the length, you know, the it's gonna bounce left and right randomly. So you kinda do end up getting you know, worse horizontal recoil because of the starting, you know, the recoil affects that length and it, you know, it bounces yeah, the two are like interconnected, aren't they? It, it, there's a relationship there, is what I'm getting at. So, like, you know, you can make a really interesting guy. Like, the vector's a good, a good point. Like, the 45 vector, like, the dispersion on it is really high. It's like in the 30s, I think. So it's like really wide the vectors, but the length of them are really short because the recoil is low. So you get like this weird side to side recoil. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. I, it's just I it's just such an outlier because it is so vertical, <laughs> and the recoil is so low. It's just I don't know one or the other up the recoil or change the dispersion on it. Yeah, one interesting thing about it is that it's also got very low camera recoil. I don't know how much, like, because I've obviously not played with it, right? But it's, uh, it's like 0.1 or something, rather than, like, all the other guns are, like, 0.16. So it's, like, you know, two-thirds or something. It's got, you know, a third off compared to all the others, which is kind of... Uh, I think maybe contributes towards the feeling of stability when you're using it, I imagine. It's, uh, it's a funny one. I'm, I don't know. It would be interesting to actually, like, test bed this stuff. And that's why people do the modded versions, right, to, like, figure stuff out and, like, Mm-hmm. Try things just to see, like, what would it feel like if the camera recoil was really low on all the guns? What about da da da? It's just like I almost, I don't know. Like, yeah, as I said, it's a big ask. It's just a, almost a shame that this is the way that it has to be. They adjust the SVT and the AVT rather than going like, hey, let's look at like camera recoil on every other gun. But like, obviously, that's an enormous piece of work. So I don't know. It's uh, now we'll see what they do. Hopefully, they don't completely destroy it. Like, oh, we're going to change the vertical recoil I mean, to what- two hundred. <laughs> It would be the then, worst thing in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I don't come across them that often. Like as as we said before, it's like I think they're kind of situational. I sort of like yeah. having a gun that's. It's not that. How much is it? Like sixty k now or something? I can't remember what they've even put it to these days. Sixty to forty, depending on if you get the AVT or the SVT. Yeah, the fucking AVT barter. <laughs> honestly, so stupid. But um, I've got the SVT up here. Let's just see where where do you buy it from. Uh, da, 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 da. It comes from. Oh, why is it not appeared? Uh, for some reason, it's not on here. I'm like looking on Tarkov.dev, and only tells you. Oh, I think it's because that's the sniper one. Oh, yes, I need to look at the default. Yeah. So okay, so it's now it's now 75k. So they've like been putting it higher and higher and higher. Um, which is like it's fine, but for yeah, for the power and the situationalness of it, I think it's okay. Like. That's I think that's the thing about it. Like it's a great gun and it's a great gun for budget. Like bang for buck, it's insane. Yeah. But then like on an on an absolute basis, it's not necessarily like the best weapon ever. Um and I, I feel like I can spend more money and get better performance. Yeah. If you know what I mean, right? Like I've been running oh, this yeah, expensive sure. SVD, which I feel like um, against somebody against if I'm playing against me. I probably beat me with the SVT with the SVD I've been using. And like, yeah, it's like three to four times more, but the SVD is also just like an expensive gun. So that's not really necessarily fair. But um, it kind of makes them, I don't know. Like, I, I actually am happy with having a gun like that. That's got like, there's got like no, uh, no scaling. 
but it's just like but it's like it's like the old hunter i think it's okay it's, it's fine to have players to have something that's like that's like out of the chart because like a lot of the guns in tarkov kind of go from like some of the best guns are kind of the best because they're so bad originally kind of weirdly like the m1a right it gets to super low recoil because the base recoil is so high mm-hmm. so the mods do so much the recoil ends up being super low but it also depends on depends on the combination of mods you can add to but there's like some weapons that scale and some that don't you know you've got weapons like typically that um like the mdr and all the bowl pups don't scale at all really and the svt doesn't scale and like neither does the mosin but then like other weapons do scale really well and so the fact that you've got like these guns that are kind of like they're cheap-ish for what they do but then they don't scale whatsoever i think that's that's fine um it sort of allows people to yeah do that kind of like cheap budget play style like, i think it's like glass cannon type thing like it's, it's honestly i'm actually okay with it and i don't get killed by it that often i've been killed by it like a few times and to me that's all right i'm okay with it it's, it's okay i don't think i've been abt's yet but like not most people are purple three so we'll see once everyone's purple three like i'm we're gonna come back to this conversation bookmark it come back to this conversation <laughs> after i've been like yeah, abt I mean... like five rounds in a row on factory once everybody's level 26 or whatever it is for purple three <laughs> it it does its scale, but I, you know, and like, yeah, there's better. If you wanted to do like the absolute best weapon, you know, tier list, I'd still rank this pretty high. It's, you know, probably top five. Um, it's just like, dude, it like just, just I mean, specifically the AVT, like just the fact that you have 750 around, like 750 RPM with, I just, I don't know, that's just that part alone just makes me... it's the price thing though that's the difference it's that's definitely the, that's the, price. the big well that's like the cherry on top for me <laughs> it's like yeah i don't know if you're having if i'm having like a bad like the, i have a bunch of svts like a whole weapon rack full if i have like a bad you know run in tarkov i can just fall back on that and it's like i'm just as effective as if i had like a two hundred thousand ruble gun but i'm not spending that much you know yeah that's what it feels like at least yeah no it's it's weird it is weird it's it's one of those things though where it's like it almost feels to me if you're putting because if i'm putting an uh like absolute best tier list together i just don't mm-hmm. think either of them feature there for me because it's i think we're like it was so we're so focused on like the 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 value of this weapon that it's like well it I, that's almost, what i'm like, saying the, us in some ways you know the abt though the the rate of fire with that caliber dude like that's just insane that 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 one i think is like money aside sure but it's i still think it's really good for what you're like dude this... maybe but like for me there's a reason why nobody uses say like the sa58 right like nobody yeah. uses that gun and i don't think that the s the abt is like much better than the foul really wow okay I don't think so. Not really. Okay. Like, if you analyze, I'm, I'm actually going to have to do it right and I like analyze them together. I've not done the thing about the ABT specifically, but I feel like I feel like the the fact that it costs like thirty eight thousand rubles. I think that is like so prominent. It's such a prominent feature of the gun. The fact that it costs you about as much as a Ratnik helmet. The fact that that's just a thing, I really does sort of change the way that it's perceived i i really do i really do think like the recoil is really not non-existent on it they have to be pretty close so in an absolute yeah. sense i don't think it's that good but for bang for buck like yeah it's like definitely top five for sure 100 percent, i agree with you on that point um i just think that it's easy to overvalue what it gives you against other things that like we just simply don't use i mean the file does have really high recoils too though so i don't know 
I'm actually intrigued though. I'm actually intrigued. I'd have to like go and have a look. Double... It's better than the stock valve for sure, but it has double the conversion. I mean, the double the dispersion, man. I don't know, dude. If I mean, what can you get the recoil? Like, if you if you get the recoil to like seventy, it might be okay. They might and you be... can't even use a red dot, like, oh, or laser, like, oh, man, I don't know. And it's only got yeah. 15 bullets in it, like, half a full auto at 750 off. Oh, I don't know. It's just not... I mean, okay, fair and point. And the max are two by one, so you have to, like, fill your rig with them if you want to actually use them. But, uh, like, it's, it's a really good gun. This is the thing. I'm just trying to separate the two things out, right? Like, for, for value and, like, bang for buck, it's, like, outrageous. Like, the chart yeah. on for bang for buck, it's just, like, off the scale. Crazy. But, like... It just on a, in an absolute sense, it's decent, but it's very situational. I think a lot, a lot of other guns are kind of like that in some sense. But I, I mean, don't know, if like... it's still performing close to the SA58, that's still a lot of firepower, right? I mean, it is, yes, but to my point, no one uses it, right? For no one uses the SA58 because it's just like it's also very situational, but it costs more money. Yeah, but and I there's just better guns you could use for close range. I I think the like this is the thing is like the big turnoff for me with the SC fifty eight is the dispersion man like the any of the, the same with the Scar H is like Maybe. it's just I I can't like you can't account for horizontal it's just the I mean the only you, thing you can if you can get the recoil low enough to where it doesn't matter <laughs> the only thing that I will give it mm -hmm. is that having to craft M six one is a pain and it's really the only way with those guns to guarantee that you get through class 5 armor whereas you can buy ps and you can buy bt for example yeah we're actually, throwing money out of the equation right yeah we're throwing money out of the equation we're just talking about like accessibility now and just like usability so if you just want to buy from the traders like you have to buy m62 if you're using the foul say but that's only got 44 pens so against class 5 it's like ah you do have to hit them a bunch this is the thing with the AVT. You can just put BT in it. Like once you've got to Prapple 4, I think this thing's going to become... It's if Right you... now, everyone's using Class 4, so it's kind of whatever, because pretty much all the bullets pen Class 4 that we use normally, right? There's lots of bullets to deal with that. Class 5 is like a much harder beast. Like You have to invest more to pen Class 5. But there's a bullet you could just buy from Prapple that pens Class 5, or you can, you know, SMBs all over the map and stuff. So I feel like once everyone's running Class 5, the AVT actually, like, it actually creeps up in power even. Because it's like, oh, you have to use M61. It's like such a huge step on the right, M651. Right. Whereas for the AVT, it's just like, nah, mate, I just buy some BT from Prapo and then put some PS underneath it. It just absolutely annihilates Corons in like two shots. Like, it's just crazy. Um, so that might be the tipping point. I don't know. Because it's, I think it's that thing of like against class five and six armor, it's still just completely poo poos on it, you know? <laughs> and if so you... it's like high tier chats, it's just like it just deletes people. You kill Caban. And he has like BS ammo or seven and thirty-seven or whatever it is in the, in his PKM. You could just use that because I was watching a Lamar video some time ago, and he he was debating because he killed Kaban, and you know he's like he's got BS in it, and he's like, how much does it sell for? Oh, I can't flee it. I could probably just vendor it. And then you know a few seconds went by, he was like, nah, I'm gonna just use it in the SVT, <laughs> which is like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You, you, yeah. This shame that was, the PKM um, is not really that great, side note, but anyways. I'll have to get one and use it at some point. That should yeah. be my, like, one as a sort of medium-term goal, and get one. 
Um, yeah, there's a conversation going on in chat just about like the topic that we're discussing. And uh, some people have informed me that apparently M61 is locked behind Shootable in Heaven. The craft. I was not uh, yeah, aware I think of this, I actually. I saw that. I think I did see that. Which is a real bummer. That's going to yeah. stop me from running M61, basically. <laughs> basically, this whole wipe. I guess this is a 762 by 54 wipe for me. Well, it's weird. Did we talk about this? I think we did, but BP's on... Uh... What what is it? One of the level forty five. That's the quotes. intimidator one. Yeah. yeah, that's the one after. So you have to do Punisher six, then you get intimidator, which is just kill scabs. It's very very easy, but you have to be a certain level. You have to be level forty five to get access to it. But uh, yeah, like M six one craft being behind Shooter Born is like oh man, that's like cause I'm probably not going to do that oh, quest. It's the craft. In all honesty, right. it's the craft. Okay. Yeah right. yeah. So right. you still have to do, but you have to do the quest to get access to it. Apparently, which is mm. yeah, that's a bit ick. Then you're stuck with M62. Yeah. So that makes the AVT even more crazy. And SVT. Because you could just do the whole BT thing. I mean, you can probably, can you still buy BT? I'm still getting used to all the changes because I'm not actually at that level yet. Talk I think you BT, can, but it's R, like I'm sure you 40 can. per reset or at least it That's was fine, you point. can just stack it. Yeah, it's just probably four after Punisher 3 according to the wiki, so... That's fine. I love BT. BT's my favorite I like because I don't, wanna, I don't want to waste time crafting SMB. Yeah. Um, especially once I'm at Workbench 3, I can craft other better things than, than that. That's but, the other uh, crazy part, right? Is you could just craft SMB. Like, SMB's on Tier 2 Workbench, dude. I, or is yeah. it Tier 1? It's crazy. It's Tier 2, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it's I the mean, guns of, that like, was kind like, of bad, usually. Yeah, not right. Anymore. That was like before the AVT, yeah. But I mean, still, though, like, if, I don't know. Some things yeah. just don't add up sometimes, but all yeah, right. Weird. Off, I'm done with. I don't want to talk about this gun for another okay. seven Do days. Another... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, was there anything else interesting? Overlapping images in raids, ability to um, fix the ability to check the stash while in raid. Good job, BSG. That's a, that's actually pretty important. There's like a bunch of other random stuff. Issue with inventory panels, blah, blah, deletion of a preset. If the pre you know, it's just like there's a lot of boring things here. Fix the player death at the end of the 10 minute timer after visiting Lightkeeper. That was a funny one. You go to Lighthouse, you go to visit Lightkeeper, you're only allowed to be in his yes. building for 10 minutes, and then you just leave the you leave his building and you're like going to extract, and then after the 10 minute timer finishes, you just die. Sorry, I'm it's just very, very strange. I'm just excited. The factory banner is no longer displayed while loading Streets of Tarkov. They very finally. Important. Finally got a proper banner, dude. Literally unplayable. Literally Actually, unplayable. And it shows while I'm loading into the streets. <laughs> I think uh, that's really it. Yeah. Um, this is mostly just a technical patch. This is kind of interesting. Fix the possibility of earning flea market rating for repeatedly selling an item to the same player. So if you cheese it by just like doing it between two accounts to cheese flea market rep, they've actually stopped that from happening. I didn't even know that was a thing, really. That's kind of interesting. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's basically that. Um, the only other thing, so something that I got reminded of when we were just talking about like ammo accessibility and that kind of stuff was I mentioned in my level three traders video about like 300 blackout. And I was like, this is basically removed from the game. And loads of people were just like, well, I found it in an ammo box on this map. And I was just like, that's not what I meant. I meant like it's not available on the traders and it's not available in stash. Maybe I should, 
in the hideout. Maybe which, I should have been a bit more clear about it. Are you in a blackout AP or which one? AP. So yeah. you know, it's the yeah, so it's the one for the MCX, the one that you have to craft. They added right. this new round, it's TBJ, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great because you can be able to craft the 300 blackout AP. You buy CBJ from Skier, and then you can stack the two together. It's just like, oh well, they deleted the craft, so unlucky. I mean, maybe there's a quest for it that we haven't come onto yet or haven't seen. I don't know. Maybe they're going to adjust it. But like, according to the wiki, it's like another. It's like seven and thirty-one now. Like, you can't buy it. You can't craft it. That's it. You just it's it's gone. So I was like, it's been deleted, and everyone was like, well, it's not been deleted because I found ammo boxes for it. I was just like, yes, but like that's yeah. It was the sentiment of it's been removed from player accessibility as opposed to like the bullet has literally been deleted from the code. That's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ugh. No comment. Yeah, because I was starting to use CBJ a little bit on the MCX. Because yeah. was as a mid-game gun, it's okay. Um, I only fought one person, but it felt all right. Because like normally you get onto the MCX like right at the end, and then you're like, oh, this just feels like crap compared to the M4 or AK-101 or like any of these other guns. Right. Because you just can't get the recoil below like 50, really. And uh, but I was like, because of this intermediate round, I'm like, oh, well, we could try it now. And like it felt like comparable. It felt fine. You know, I think it's a mid-game gun, basically. So now it's got mid-game ammo to go with it. But it's it's pretty powerful, honestly. Like, it's better than 7.62 PP, which is pretty strong, honestly. It's got more pen. It's got more damage. And the fire rate's 800. It's, 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 it's good. It's, it's, it's good. But it's just expensive to make. That's the only issue with the MCX. Because it's like 90k from Skier or something. Yeah. Which is just, like, really unfortunate. Um, and you can buy them, but they come off rogues and raiders, and they're, like, 60 durability out of 95. You pair them, and it's, like, 91, right. and you're like, well, this thing's got a suppressor on it. It's going to burn through the Jura. Am I going to get a jam? Like, why do that when I could just build an M4? You know, it's, like, it's that kind of thing. And you 55A1 from Peacekeeper 3. It's the thing. But it's, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, I didn't realize that Blackout, until I looked at it, I was like, I didn't realize that Blackout AP had been removed from crafting. Like, I don't know why they've done that. That seems pretty short-sighted to me. But... Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's locked, and we don't know. So, what next? Uh, let's get out of the way, dude. Let's rip the Band-Aid. <laughs> Drama alert! <laughs> Drama alert. Um, all right, so yeah, this story involves... <laughs> uh, so, prominent... YouTuber, streamer. You know what's funny? I don't really know much about Very Bad Scav that that much. But I've seen no. him like raid uh Raid's Airwing stream before. And um mm -hmm. so yeah, he put out I've been noticing he's been putting out actually I think he was looking for editor not too long ago. That's a bull of that one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> He put out a he's been like posting, you know, daily stuff going live you know he's been he's been grinding but he put out this tweet which uh i'll just read out the the title here for the audio listeners uh scav king in brackets is this female streamer cheating give me your op no 100 percent proof yet slash exclamation point sus slash exclamation point rep Exclamation point six, exclamation point fast. Uh, he's got his link down below in the, in the picture of the stream streamer's icon or whatever. And um, I think I might have saw this originally from him in my feed. But I definitely do recall seeing Walker 
um, called him out. Because I saw that and I was just kind of like, what is he doing? <laughs> like, what is he doing? Uh, so I'll just read out Walker's quote tweet. Uh, he says, super disgusting type of content. Does so much damage to creators and causes a lot of unwanted discomfort for the mentioned streamers. And kind of the, I mean, I hope it's like apparent to, you know, everyone, but there's like kind of multiple problematic wording here on many levels. Um, one, like the, just the call out for female streamer is just like cheating. Like we're already associating, you know, a negative action cheating. But then we're adding, like, the descriptor female. Like, why? You know? Um, like, it doesn't really feel necessary. Um, yeah, it's, it's literally just, like, trying to gather, you know, clicks baiting people into, you know. So I try to make it more interesting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, perhaps. Um, and then it's, like, just, like, compounded worse by, like, give me your opinion. <laughs> no 100% proof yet. So it's like, I don't know, it's like, okay, yeah, they're asking a question, and it's like, give me, I don't know, I mean, they're, they're on the grind, um, but there's, you know, the way they're going about, like, I kind of feel like, um, you know, they've, like, kind of got sucked up in this YouTube grind, you know, the, the, the content grind if you will where it's like you know you gotta, you gotta get the views gotta react you know they they want to see the react you know it's yeah. just really like falling down the dark hole that is content creation nowadays and you know what it's an easy thing to do to just like fall into it and mm -hmm. just sort of like not think because it's a bizarrely, you know, it's like people talk about like parasocial relationships and all of this stuff on the platform or whatever, but like it's a an odd experience, right? Like the only actual human interaction that I have in my content creation work is this podcast that I do talking to you face to face. Outside of that, I write scripts on my own. I edit on my own. I record the videos on my own. I read the comments on my own with just like <laughs> icons and people's things. Discord is, is again, it's like, I don't really go in VC. So it's mm -hmm. like people talking, but it's just like, it's just like chat. You see Twitter and it's all just like messages, chat. Like you never actually speak to anybody. So it's very easy to just like become like distanced from the fact that like everybody is actually real and you're not just living <laughs> in some kind of like, you know, you just plug yourself into the metaverse or whatever. And you're just like yeah. the only actual human brain. Everything, everyone else is just a bot. It's like, it's, it's very, it's very easy to slip into that. Right. And I, can see that. I mean, I'm not. Not excusing his behavior at all, obviously, but um, it's just like, yeah. And then, and then compound on that, like the sort of like general feeling and like there's, you know, there's definitely truth to it, which is the, the attraction towards negative news and negative content. It's like, it's easier to gain attention from shock negative content than it is from something nice, which is just the, you know, the human condition as well. It's like all of those things together compound to sometimes make people feel like they want to make this type of content which is yeah it's just it's not very good but i mean this it's just, it's 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 content suicide let's let's be honest like there's no remark to me before the podcast he was just like oh man i don't think i've ever seen someone get cooked on Twitter as much as this guy <laughs> in the tarkov community well oh, i mean like i'm glad you know that people are showing up and saying hey this is shitty. Here's why it's shitty. 
don't do this, you know? And I don't, you know, I mean, I think very bad scab is, I'm not really sure. I'm pretty sure they're like somewhere in the East. I don't know if they like, you know, grew up or like, you know, that's. I think very bad scab is Korean, I think. Okay. Um, Don't quote me, but I I think they're from SK. Yeah, so, like, I don't really know their, like, experiences or, like, how much culture's playing a part of it. But, like, you know, because it's interesting because, like, you know, he got caught out out for it. And then he made an explanation video, which, I mean, I, you know, I haven't watched it. But he says, like, again, I'll read the tweet. This is female streamer cheating, question mark, explanation video. No monetization, so don't worry. I actually defend her, and everybody got angry on Twitter. Sorry for the offend if I did any. And it links the video, and he's tagging a couple of people. Which, I, I mean, I, I, I don't really know. I just, I just take issue with how he is... One, just, like, basically you're going to, like, incite a bunch of, like, gamer gate <laughs> gamers. <laughs> Which if the, you know if that's what he's going for, I mean it's a business strategy, and you know I don't I don't know if that's I don't really know. I just know it looks it's really shitty, and I'm glad that people are stepping up to the plate and kind of like curating the community because I just don't think this is like good. Like this yeah. other person is also a content creator, like you know, uh, in the same. Let's see, you know, we're we're allies, so to speak. It's not mm-hmm. really, uh, yeah, it's just not good. Yeah, I don't really know, because like some some people are saying like, oh, you know, there's some language issues as well, like just with how bad the titling looks. Because the thing is, as soon as you say like, is X person cheating? It's like immediately there's like there's an assumption that you know there's some kind of proof that somebody's being outed. Like it's not just this is an investigative like stream whatever that we're putting out saying like we're just investigating this person like somebody said that they might be and like here's a bunch of clips we'll go through them and have a look like it's that's that's not the vibe from the the titling right the way that it's packaged the way it's packaged is very much kind of like you know this person's guilty come and find out why um it's it's the classic like youtuber title where it's like you know i'm trying to think of something ridiculous but just the just the way it word it like speaks as if like yes they are cheating but like I want you to click on the video so I'm gonna word it as a question to get you to think mm. you know what I mean uh, you know yeah am I gonna <laughs> yeah, exactly. die in Tarkov today question mark <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think because Walker put up a, a different post uh, oh no he, uh, oh wait no oh. Walker he was because he's written back to a lot of people obviously because he's now like a BSG dude mm-hmm. um. And he said, da, 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 da. yeah, because like people were talking about like, oh, you know, they should like dispel any accusation by like recording a stream and like all the like a screen with a camera and all this stuff. Um, and he was just like, you know, why should she? Like if people just go around demanding PC scans from like random streamers. Like, yeah, it's, I... it's ridiculous. And he said, like, you know, she's played in three tournaments recently when all participants were checked by BSG. So he's like, you know, she's already been checked multiple times by Battlestate or whatever. Like. I went to go and have a quick look at the VOD a little bit, just to go and see. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he doesn't say either which way to start with, um, like, what he thinks about it. But there's, like, a lot of people in, in even just on the, like, live chat, who are just like, bro, you're reaching. Like, this is not... <laughs> this well, is like, very, I'm, you know... Like, I'm kind of confused, like, the origin of this. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, why this person? Like, how did that come about? Like, how did he, he come in contact? Somebody. Okay. I think someone just messaged him because I think he's been making this kind of stuff recently, right? There was like a he, he something like did he do did it like work out or something? Maybe maybe it worked out the last one he did. I didn't actually look at it because I don't ever watch these videos. Uh, very bad scam. Go look at his channel and see because like, maybe the last one went really well and that's the reason why he. Oh right, I think I saw this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the okay. Look, this is the reason why, right? From a content creator's mindset, you know, his his right. videos he like gets... sometimes they do well. Yeah. Um, for like scav stuff, but he's got like a very specific niche, right? Like he plays mostly scavs, like scav main gets to level six scav and then chills with the bosses and saw caban early and blah blah blah. But like some of the other stuff, like you know, he gets he gets like some views, but then some videos just don't get that many. But then he did the like we banned a cheater streaming in denial on his live stream, so that was like. I actually went to watch that, and that was kind of interesting, right? Because the guy's like blatantly cheating, like denying it in his chat, and then they have like back and forth. Right. So you, you and pop off like, with that, gets and... like eighty-five thousand views, and it's right. just like, okay, um, let's like let's do another one, right? And then right. somebody says, oh, right. I think this person might be cheating, right? And like they message him, and he says, okay, fine, we'll like we'll look into it, whatever. And then maybe there's some language issues. I don't know. It looks like he's changed the. Uh, oh no! Because I think he got the... rid of the video. Yeah, I think he's got rid of the video. Or, and then he's I don't even like know a... if there was a video. It was just a live stream. Was it just a live stream? I think it was just mm. a live stream, actually. Maybe. Maybe. And then he's like, then he's put this up, this like explanation video, but like, obviously it got 4,000 views. It's always the way with these things because that's not that sensationalized or whatever. I don't know. But um, I mean, yeah, so from a BSG person, Walker basically saying like, BSG has checked this person's account. Yeah, you know, whatever, whatever that means, you know, you, you kind of have to take it from from them that they've they've checked. Yeah, maybe there's undetectable stuff. Yeah, who knows? But um, yeah, it just seemed like a bit of a reach. And he's also said like he's defended them and said no, I don't actually think. Like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a mess. Basically, it's a real mess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, can't. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really know what much more to say than. Uh... You know, you gotta you gotta kind of like figure out what your values are, I guess. And uh, I think for me, the most problematic thing is just calling out the gender there. Just really, really, just kind of like elicits a lot of bad actors, and maybe that's maybe that's what he wants. I kind of don't think so, but just like. It's not all about views, man. It's not all about I think that's views. the thing. It's like in a vacuum, like that title sounds more interesting because like, like, it's more unusual to be um, to be female in gaming, right? And yes. um, there's lots of people who said, like, including some people in chat as well, saying like, you know, what's the problem by including that in the title? And it's like, I think it's just about the asymmetry. Like nobody would ever write like, like this male streamer was called <laughs> cheating because it's just like nobody would ever put that in there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's there for like clickbait purposes. That's the reason mm. why. And it's, as you say, it's kind of just like, title in like bad faith or whatever trying to elicit particular uh particular reaction from people or there's like a lot of preconceived yeah. notions and things that are involved in in writing something like that it just it just it just is it just is so yeah i think so, he's i think he's probably feeling pretty bad I, about it like i imagine well, he's probably not gonna do it again <laughs> i hope you know i mean i don't know i mean i don't really have the the will to watch his you know 23 minute video on it <laughs> i i mean i think actually i do think i tried to pull it up i think one pegs 
kind of just like laid it out to him. Um, and I think pretty sure like I'm not gonna be able to find it because it, it probably wasn't like a reply, but oh here it is. Uh let's see. Your original tweet has 115k impressions. Some of those people will go to her and call her a cheater because you had to word because you had to word your original tweet in a way that was sus. Clicks and views are going to cost someone their mental health and it'll be your fault. And he has a video here and I won't be able to play it. Maybe I'll splice it in. Okay, fine. You tag me in the tweet for your follow-up video, so I'll give you my response. It's too much to type. This is a tweet that you made. Female streamer cheating. That would be like me saying black streamer or Puerto Rican streamer or Jewish streamer. Like, who gives a fuck whether or not it's a girl? Second, give me your opinion no 100% proof yet, meaning that it sounded as though you had some amount of proof that you wanted to show people to see what they thought before you came to your own conclusions. That's really fucking dangerous. And I'm not the only one that took it that way. You have people in your replies calling other dudes simps for defending her, which is ex exactly what you say that you did. But you did this in a way that looked like clickbait and you did it for clout. You did it for clicks and views. People in the community are going to go to her stream not seeing your follow-up and they're going to call her a cheater. You're harassing her through other people for clicks and views. You need to do fucking better. This is bullshit. But, uh, it's, you know, essentially kind of like lays out, hey, it's like you, you just actively call out her gender and like, it's like you're it's bad, you know, it's just not... So, eventually, you know, later, he very bad guy responded. You have a point, I apologize on that part. I didn't think that far away. So, you know, I, I think, perhaps... I'll say this. Hopefully, he learns from this. You know, it is a learning experience, I guess. We'll go with that. Yeah, he's written in a few places that you were sorry, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, people's actions will, will determine that... Uh... I think it was a, it's probably a, a misstep on his part. To, yeah, just accuse, to, to look like he's accusing somebody without proof, even if that wasn't his intention. That's how it came across. And yeah, there was, um, I think that on the live stream, I think like part of it was he tried to like defend himself um, by saying like, you know, like I'm a content creator, like this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, this is, this is my job trying to get clicks or whatever. He's like, you know, it's like telling a, like, I, I remember seeing this in the, I didn't actually watch this part of the VOD because obviously it's like six hours long or whatever. And um, but somebody said that yeah he said something to the effect of like you know you wouldn't tell a plumber not to take plumbing jobs like that's basically what you're doing here with me and it's like well kind of like kind of what you're doing is you're sort of like doing this sort of like the hooky plumber thing where you come in and you do like the worst job possible to make the most money and then disappear like never to be seen again and mm -hmm. no one can contact you to fix your like fix the work that you've done that's like unethical right like yeah you might make more money doing that and being the yeah the dodgy the dodgy guy you know my mate andy around the corner you can do it for half the price kind of thing and then you're like you never see the guy again <laughs> that's kind of the same thing but like that's that's not the way that you know it's just not the way that we should strive to be like you you could do that if you want to but again it's a it's a question of like morals and ethic and and that kind of stuff so yeah yeah that's all i gotta say yeah. about that topic Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. apparently the patch is actually up oh my god and live i have installed it was there anything that we wanted to triple check before we do go into another topic do we want to like triple check anything in particular maybe the meds thing sure because it'd be a shame to wait a full week <laughs> <laughs> um to you know talk about like any uh about like some SVT. of the things 
The SVT. SVT. Oh, I, I'm ready. It's been seven days, dude. I'm ready. Let's go. Round two. <laughs> seven minutes. We're okay. It's fine. Well, I, don't, I don't. I don't know with the SVT. I mean, I could like pull. I've got one in storage, so I, I can pull it, one yeah, out. And we fire gotta see it, the I stats. I, I, just the stat screen. All right. Is, the, is the recoil the same? Okay. Well, let, we'll if have a look. If it's the we'll same, then you know we may have. And then we might have to consult. Let's have a look at this. So. Trading intermediate screen is on the front page. It says it get on game right at the bottom. It's got trading intermediate screen ticked on or ticked off. It's actually ticked off by default now. Intriguing. Okay, that's so, kind of nice. So now if you press traders, it just takes you straight in there. Okay, that's interesting. And if you put it on, then yeah, it takes you to the middle screen first. Okay, cool. That's very, very basic. Then okay. under game, underneath the highlighting section, you've got uh, double click item quick use. Okay, yeah, this works the second way that we thought. So it's disabled, so no double-click item quick use. In-raid only and in-raid and in-stash. So now you can just set it to in-raid only. Okay. Which is what I'll be setting it to, for sure. I'll set that to that right now. So now it only double-clicks items and uses them in-raid. In the stash, you could double-click it and it's going to bring up the, the item screen. I, I hope. I'm going to... Let's double-click on something that's not very important, like a max energy. It works! You can never, never, you know, never assume. <laughs> never assume that these things are going to work straight up. So uh, uh, that does actually function. <laughs> now, SVT, let's go to have a look at this baby. Where are you? Prep or two? SVT. Uh, hold on. I thought it was like 75K. It's like 56K now. Uh, that's they, what it was. decrease the price? No, that's what it was. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. It said seventy somewhere. Okay, maybe it was maybe it was just wrong. So it still has. So it has ninety six vertical recoil. Is that the same? That's the same, right? Yeah. They played with Isn't the stats. Yeah. They they changed the yeah. stats on us. Wait, check the AVT. Just okay. Just the triple the AVT. Check. The AVT. Oh, he's got a lot of guns, isn't he? Um, where's the? Wait, he this this purple, right? Yeah. Oh no! Did they move it? <gasps> Hold on. Yes. Flea market time. Yeah, flea market time. <laughs> ABT. Where are you? L blocked. This item nah. will be available with quest completion. <gasps> they didn't. I don't know what quest. Gasp. Okay, well, we will see. We shall I'm see. I'm going to be questioned look... so hard next week. <laughs> It doesn't look like the barter has changed. It says approx 46,900. Obviously, okay. I can't see what it is. It's probably. At the moment. You know what but... I was going to mention, too? Um, it just reminded me. Hmm. The reason, another reason why the teapots are below the trader price or at the trader, like sell value or the buy value that the trader will pay for it, is yeah. because you need three of them for quests. And metagamers are hoarding them. Only noobs hmm. sell them. So there's probably, like. Probably, yeah. Is it living high? Or maybe another one? Plus, if it's like remember. the same price as the flea, then you're just going to vendor it if, you know, you really care about short term. Um, I think it's living high as a crime part one or two. I don't remember. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Exactly. Um, okay. I think, that's, I think that's that. Okay. So what we're going to have to do then, <laughs> we're going to have to wait for Mr. Logical S to update his website and then we'll be able to yes, see what's yes. happened. I don't know how quickly that will Someone occur, ping him but... right now. Scav army, get <laughs> on it. <laughs> ping I need to know. I feel like updating the website what do they is do to my baby? 
Yeah, that's so scary when, when it's just right like, we, like we've, we've changed the SVT and you pull it up and the base stats are the same. And you're like, oh. <laughs> what, what they did they do? What did they do? I'm just going to quickly check it, but I don't think it will have changed here. SVT 40, because you can look at it on top of changes. Uh, loading item data. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's still 125. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's going to take yeah, time for them to update it. But... Yeah. Presumably, some combination of the convergence Unless, and the... Hmm? I wonder if I could take a peek, if you know what I mean. Try to shoot the SVT? Not a bad idea. No. Shoot the files, if you catch my drift. Well, I, I don't even know how you do that, though. <laughs> like, nothing's been... Nothing's actually been updated, though, like on other stuff. Uh... I'm, I don't know if you can directly access the... I'm gonna check right now. You can just look at the server. Church getting live banned. <laughs> Listen, everything's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, no. Wait. Oh, okay. They've no. It fine. maybe the maybe the convergence is, is the same, or maybe slightly worse. But the I think the dispersion has been. I think the dispersion has been changed quite a lot. Oh, good. What is? Oh, it's are you are you just hand testing? I'm just it? I'm just firing it. Yeah, I I don't know. I I can't really. You know, I didn't use the SVT like a ton, so I'm not a hundred percent certain how it felt previously. Bit of a mixed bag, but um, yeah, I feel that it, it. That's how it feels to me, at least. Feels that it's it's probably had an increase in horizontal of some kind. I think. Hmm. Somebody in chat saying glory to the CPSU part two, a new quest. Oh, cool. Unlocks the AVT potentially. Okay. That uh, makes which sense. I have because I did glory to the CPSU part one very recently. Oh, it does. It indeed does, actually. Yeah, it does. Good so, catch, locate Trevor. the place of work of Prapple's friend on the streets. That's a new quest after the old, after the, the previous one. The CSP, CPSU is the one we have to go to uh, check 15. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, let's see what what new quests I've got. I've got pets won't need it. Locate and scout the vet clinic. Locate and scout the X-ray technicians room on streets and survive an extract. Oh, cool. Ambulances again. Locate and obtain the ambulances paramedic smartphone on streets of Tarkov in one raid. In one raid. Locate and obtain the ambulances paramedic smartphone on streets in one raid. But there's only one. Yeah. If you don't do one raid, one raid, then you've died, right? Yeah, so but the, the quest resets. Isn't there multiple? I don't Maybe know. It doesn't look like it. It just says. He uh, says they were driving the ambulance to pick up another patient. The rest of the blur, for God's sake, find me that phone mercenary. Maybe okay. it's just like you can't grab the thing. Whatever, that doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe it's just a wording thing. Uh, anything else new for me at my level? Huntsman Path, big game. Was that old or was that new? Oh, locate and eliminate Caban. Eliminate Caban's guards at the car dealership. It gives you a tank battery. And 33,000 XP. And a thermal site. And five military circuit boards. Holy moly, that quest is goaded. We have to kill five guards and kill Caban. Okay, so there's, like, there's a few new ones. I'm level 34, just for reference. So, a couple of things in there. But, uh... Okay, that was an interesting interlude. Yeah, it's nice. I like uh, more reasons to go to streets, so uh, I, I'm all smiles here. <laughs> Sounds good.
Shall we talk briefly about the uh, AK-12? Yeah. Oh, one one thing. Oh yeah. Check real quick. See see about the weapon presets. Tally. I'm curious about that. Oh yeah. So if I go into any old gun, if I take the AK-12, which I've actually got in my stash, if I go edit preset for this. Uh, oh yeah, and then you go open. Aha. Yeah, I think it just opens by default. That's a, that's quite good. I don't have any presets for this gun. So that's not necessarily that helpful. Uh, what, what have I got presets for another gun? I think I've got presets for an M4. Let me try that. Let's pull this out of storage. Edit preset. When you press, yeah, when you press open, so all it does is it just goes down to the drop down and opens that for you. So it's already okay. opened up. So when I click into, so I've opened up an M4, I press open to open up the preset selector and the assault rifles and M4 drop downs are already like expanded so i can see all the presets that i have and i think it jumps to the yeah it, and it jumps so that that's at the top so the m4 is at the top so they're like right there nice. so that's good that's actually good that's been implemented well yeah i mean it's basic but you know we'll we'll, we'll take we'll it take what we can get we will indeed take it so that's good nice one nice one nice so the ak-12 have you looked at this gun yet at all? Briefly, yes. I had a quick look. I don't know, man. I'm not sure about it. It's starting. It's starting recoil is 55, and the starting ergo is 57, which is okay. You know, that's that's actually pretty good. I think maybe it's more an ergo play. This weapon. The more unfortunate thing is that you can't actually buy it until Prapor four, which I think is a little high. I think it should be a or three purchase just because i mean you know it's five four five people selling them on the flea for like 40k <laughs> not prep or 70k really? and that's sort Wait. of understandable yeah i could buy one right now for 42,000 with 100 percent durability yeah oh my god that's not boating well <laughs> yeah you can barter somebody in chat pointed out you can barter but it's like three eagles and two metal parts so i think that ends up being what are eagles like 25 so it's like 75 metal parts like 17 or something so like 110 so it's like very expensive so compared to the flea market anyway um but yeah like it's it's okay it's got uh yeah i said 57 ergo and 55 vertical recoil which is fine um i think that one of the big problems with it it reminds me a little bit of the rpk there's just like not much you can do with it yeah this is, the biggest issue. is a like, really big like turn off for me yeah, I'm like <clears throat> trying to make something about it at the moment, but um, you know, I've been using it a bit just to feel it's it does have 700 RPM, so it's slightly fast fire rate than the other 545 weapons. Like 545 doesn't have an option for fast fire rate if you want that, which is kind of one of its issues. But yeah, you just can't really do too much. Like one one thing that's a bit of a shame is that it's just got like the AK-12 suppressor, and that's it. Yeah, and like. <sighs> I don't even think it's that great. Uh, like minus no, twelve recoil, yeah. minus twenty five ergo. Like that's mm -hmm. a pretty big ergo hit. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, and it so, doesn't doesn't mount onto a muzzle device either. So I almost think like no suppressor is the way to go on this thing. I think it depends on how you're using it, but primarily, yes. Because uh, it's like in Tarkov, it's all the little things that add up. Like it's a buffer tube type weapon, 
So unfortunately, it's like even if you go for say like the PRS Gen three, like if you put if you put everything together, you get mm-hmm. to like forty four vertical recoil. Oh, you can't even. Is, oh, never mind. Which is like, it's okay, but for something that's like completely decked out with the like RK two and stuff, it's just not that amazing. If you just use the regular stock, like the folding stock from the AK seventy four M, and put the the butt pad on it, it's like forty five vertical recoil. It's one of those ones where you're probably just better off using the butt pad. The butt pads are like so OP. <laughs> they yeah. always have been. Um, yeah, even like going MOE carbine, it's like 45 recoil and 40 ergo. Yeah, I mean, it, the regular it, it, one, which is like 37 ergo and 45 <laughs> vertical recoil. Like it's just, yeah. It's, I guess, just like the starting recoil is already kind of low. So maybe you do uh, go yeah, to suppressor kind of. just because the. Ergo can get high. I don't know. I'd be tempted to do high ergo just, just to be a bit of a hipster. Yeah, potentially. Um, the the special stats for this guy, I think they are slightly better, aren't they? A little bit. Oh, it's dude. It's, it's like, so weird. I still don't understand why they like they've but they like over buffed the AK seventy four SU. I'm convinced, dude. Yeah. So the UB is better in the background. And yeah. I think it's better in practice too, because this guy can't take the uh, the waffle. Yeah, uh, I don't think. So here's what you're trading, basically. I have to like consult the stats, but you're trading, <laughs> you're trading like recoil for or for a rate of fire. And be, like because you're gaining because you're gaining more rate of fire and you're losing more recoil control, you're sort of compounding your recoil. Yeah. <laughs> right. In addition, the hidden stats aren't even that good. Like they're better than like your stock AK, right? Not your AK seventy four SUB, but like your stock AK, it's like slightly better. I think I like I'd have to I kind of want to pull it up again just to. I'm gonna do it. I'm pulling it up. Uh, let's see. AK12. It's been a while since I looked at it. Uh, I'll let you. I'll, go ahead. What What's your thoughts? I just yeah. I don't know. It's. I think like if you're desperate, it's just one of those things. It's like if you're desperate to use five four five in CQB, then it's probably okay. Yeah, but like know? when ah. Uh... Exactly. Such when a do you weird... want to do that? Yeah, like it's quite so good weird. in some ways because it's like you know you can use BS ammo. Like the the ammo is very plentiful for how good it is. Like the ammo is pretty decent. Like five for five ammo is good except for the damage. Using a CQB and you're playing against people with class five armor, like BS will ruin people for sure. Um, and I ended up because I've just like collected it through the early stages of the wipe. I had like 120 rounds of BS, so I was like, okay, well we'll use the AK12 because like we can use. Really good ammo. It's got like, what's BS's pen? It's like 50 something. Like, actually, kind of nuts. It's pretty good. And yeah. So it's just like against anybody that we fight, if they're using Corans or whatever, we're just going straight through with this stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's 52. So it's just like Insta pen through class five, which is crazy. But yeah, if you go to like the, the little the little guy, I mean, the 74UB, as you say, like, you know, they've overbuffed it. Like, Landmark's been using it. Like, Dude, it, you can get yeah, down to 34 it recoil. That. It's insane. You can. You can. And That's even if you just go loud, and even it's if you the just short go loud, it is the short one, so you could use it in CQB much better. Uh, if you use the the RRD, you could get to thirty nine recoil with eighty seven ergonomic. 
And the gun weighs like 3.3 kilos, which is incredibly light. It's mad. This gun's, it's actually, this gun's mad. actually busted. So, like, yeah, you're you're getting worse recoil. Uh, sure, you're getting an extra 50 RPM, but, like, I mean, one thing it does have going for it is the camera, and, like, the, the camera recoil is pretty low, about half mm. of the um, UB, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. I mass hard. But, like, it's basically like the convergence is slightly worse. Like the return center is slightly worse. I don't know, man. It's just like they add this new AK and I think, oh my God, this is like the most modern AK known to mankind. And, you know, it's, surely it's going to be good. And it's like, nope, the UB is <laughs> the special Russian ops, you know, Spetnaz, short, you know, engineered. Uh, with a close quarter, it's better. Uh, it's just I don't know, kind of sad. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't really, I don't really know. I don't really know. It's um, it's a funny one. I know there's like a bunch of people who, <laughs> a bunch of people who've said on like my previous streams and even people talking in chat right now, being like, you know, AK12 is like bad IRL. Like lots of people are just like, you know, hitting on that gun in general online and oh, stuff. Really? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe what's, it's something to do with that. I don't bad know about it. I don't ask me. I don't know, man. Like. Some of the design, apparently, people don't really like, but I'm not sure. But yeah, so I just like I can't see this being used really. It'll be, it'll just be the same as uh, like most of the others. Like occasionally you'll find one, and like yeah, if you want to go like CQB with it, and you want to be using those kind of guns, and like maybe it's okay for like storming dorms or whatever. It's like slightly better for like point blank. But we're talking like 50 RPMs, not that big yeah, of a deal. Like 50 versus 700 is kind of whatever. It's not even 10 percent more. It's like seven so low dude yeah exactly so the time to kill thing is like kind of kind of what else like the only thing is the ammo like i've always kind of like, i know that there's the the whole the whole like low damage on the ammo is like always a bit of a problem um on 545 but yeah i think like some of the ammo's got decent pen like a gold nick and bs like it's okay for fighting like geared players but it's bad for fighting against ai it's bad for fighting against bosses it's bad for fighting rogues it's bad for fighting raiders and this is kind of one of the issues it's like it's very PvP centric, but five five six just like deals with so much more stuff, and then obviously the bigger calibers like three hundred eight and whatever are just better in general, like more pen, more damage, easier. I think it's like it's one of these systematic problems with Tarkov actually, because the AI just typically has so much more health than a regular PMC. Like the number of shots you need, and like bosses and things, the number of shots you need. We've talked about this before. It's just like so skewed how many bullets you need to put into these people for them to go down. And you know, if you've got like BS, as we said, is like a great a great bullet, but if you've only got uh, how much damage does it do? BS is yes, is forty damage. Like man, it's so low, it's so low. Like even five five zero one is like forty nine. Like five five zero one does like twenty percent more damage than BS. It makes a big difference if you're in a panic mode. Like we can't always hit our headshots. It's just not the way this stuff works. You probably don't kill a rogue. Yeah, because it's got or like a raider. Like a raider, you won't be able to one tap a raider in the head. Because they've got 40 HP. So as soon as it comes out of your gun, it's like 39.8 damage or something. So the rogue, the raider won't die. And then if you spray at them and they've got like 500 health or whatever it is. I can't remember. What, what's, the, what's like even just a raider? Like, fuck off raider. What is a raider health rule? Assume you don't shoot them in the chest. Dude, it's like 750. Like, come on. So that's, that's the problem. If you're shooting somebody with 40 damage and they've got 750 HP pool and you screw it up and you shoot a lot into arms, 
and we've got the Black Limb spillover changes now. Like low damage rounds now are just they just feel even worse than before. You know? And I just think like the AK twelve doesn't give you anything you couldn't already get from the, the UBs. The fire rate doesn't make up for it. You may as well just use a better a, a better, different gun. Um the ammo is kind of okay, but yeah, it's got its own downsides on damage. It's just like just a weird mixture of issues. Like the, the positives just a, it's like five percent positive and like fifty percent negative, you know? I think I'm gonna I think I'd rather use a sag than <laughs> Sorry, not the RPK, the AK twelve. That's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, with a suppressor and a 20-round mag, I can get the Ergo to 64 and a recoil to 31 with the RK2 and the PRS Gen 3 stock. I guess you can on that gun. You can use the RK2. I mean, you might as well. The Ergo is so high on it, especially... I mean, you could put a 30-rounder and lose five How much Ergo. does it weigh? Uh, 5.1. Yeah, this is the thing about the UB, is that, like... The UB is yeah. 3.3 kilos. Like nearly yeah. 2 kilograms lighter than most other guns. It's just so short, so small. And that has a huge impact on like ADS and like arm stamina. And like the ergo is like off the charts and the weight is low. So it's like those two things compound. It's like what you were saying before. It's like you're trading off like rate of fire for like higher recoil, but then the higher recoil with the rate of fire is like doubly bad. It's like all of these things. Like the AK 74 UB is like doubly good for a lot of these reasons. It's, yeah. it's like it's short, so it has higher ergonomics by default, but that also has compounding effect because the weight's lower because it's it's short. And so it's also got like more arm stamina and like slightly higher ADSB because of that too. It's like all of these things compound. Like it's the same way with a lot of stuff in Tarkov. It's like a sliding scale. It's like as soon as as soon as there's a couple of things that start adding up to being bad, it's just like terrible. You either need like all of everything, like a, like modding, or you just go with something like without doing anything to it. It's just yes. I don't know, man. It's weird. So I'm, I'm going to look into it a little bit more. I'm going to have a look at like the um, wow, some of the fire patterns and stuff. I just think it's yeah. I just think it's subpar. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, I guess, to have a new gun, but it's kind of sad that it doesn't look to be very good. I think it's fine to have a new gun. I feel like if it's got a premium price, then it probably should be. A bit better at least than the others like i don't know why they didn't just make it a little bit better it could have been they could have just made it a little bit better than the ub if it's expensive well, like that's kind of okay right they like they like made the because they all used i think they all used to be the same um in terms of hidden stats then they changed it and then they also like i don't know the order operations but then they also reduced the recoil on them and it just like this compounding thing happened and like the waffle came out and made it even better it just became such an outlier yeah i I I think that was the thing about the ub in particular because it's always had they've always had that weird relationship where in the background like the horizontal or the dispersion has been better for the b and then the n is like middle and then the u is regular um but yeah when they changed the vertical recalls and everything just like shrunk down massively and then they said, oh, we're going to remove another 10 from the recoil. It's like, okay, well, now this thing is, this thing is like super cracked now. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm shooting the oh, SVT, boy. and I, I don't know, man. I can't really tell. Does it feel the same to you? Like, it, I don't know. I, it feels roughly the same. I'm, I'm 
thinking maybe they tweaked the uh, auto comp, but I, I don't know. I honestly can't say. I can't say. Chipper's in chat, Chipper and he said, uh, while we talk about low flesh damage, what do we think about removing flesh damage drop off, but keeping pen damage drop off once fired? Rounds like 995 and SSAP can be used for headshots long range again. I, I still think that, like, just the whole, the whole headshot and low damage thing yeah. in general, I just think that they just need to change the head HP. I really do. Yeah. I would like other... to see, I'm sorry, I would like to see high, lower head HP and higher thorax HP. Because there's other, there's other issues, not just like the long rangeness of it and those, those ammos. There's like the helmet mitigation and stuff. Like I, I keep talking about it, but like the number of bullets that just don't one tap through class four helmets because mm-hmm. the mitigation is like, all, and this is another problem with 545, right? PP, BP, and BT all don't one shot through class four helmets. You can shoot someone in the ULAC, it can pen, and then they don't die because the damage mitigation is too much and the damage is too low on those rounds as that combination. So I just, I just really feel like the head HP needs to be lower. Um, and like, yeah, you know, you offset it with like slightly higher body HP or something, but it's just like so silly. Cause like you want, you want pens to just to one tap people, but like, yeah, I, th- I think it's a problem. Right? I think it's an issue. Like getting, shooting someone with 995 long range and like 300 meters and then they don't die to a headshot. Like, well, they don't have a helmet on at all. Like it's so stupid. Uh, yeah. Like whatever system fixes all of these things is great. I think a head HP thing would work, but, um, I don't really like the idea of like damage multipliers cause you make it even more complicated, right? Like if you I change the head HP. Yeah, I think it's yeah. dangerous. Whoa. What's, it, what's the downside? So you always have to think of the collateral damage. It makes you more susceptible to energy and dehydration damage, like I found out the other day. You know, you only have 16 ticks, and now you die to energy dehydration like twice as fast if you make the head HP half because of the way that it distributes evenly across the limbs rather than proportionally. You know, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Are there any situations where you take like an insane amount of blood damage from certain weapons? If somebody shotgunned you in the head, would you die even if it didn't pen because of blunt? I don't know. Like maybe they'd need to change the blunt throughput on helmets. Okay, but that's easily fixable kind of on its own. Like that's a lever that can be pulled by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, it's, this is the hard part. There's always collateral effects of this. It's like, Oh, and that, now that the head HP is, you know, tiny, now you can just use super performance and hit someone in the head with an ult in and they die. You didn't even pen or whatever. Like, you want to avoid I that mean, kind of rubbish. I feel like going from 35 to 25, I think you'd be fine in most cases. There might be a few outliers, but I would imagine 35 to 30 would definitely be fine. However, I don't think it's enough to cover some of the... Uh- Maybe not, but I think it would cover like most of the stuff. It would cover all of the like this bullet penned and then it didn't kill you. It would cover all of those through through a class four. Now that's really where most of the issues happen. Mm. You get the same with class five, I think, as well, but usually the ones with the higher pen. I, I, that's not necessarily true. Like you can shoot somebody in the head with a Golnik and it definitely won't. Yeah. Um definitely won't kill the them. Golnik sucks, man. It's just the damage, dude. It's yeah, just, it's just, just way bad. too low. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was like APSX, like 35 damage. Oh, it can never one-shot, ever. Yeah. Like, that's weird. That's super weird. You know, when we were testing, I, I probably talked about this at the time, but you know, when we were testing APSX for Ricochet, like back mm-hmm. ages ago, yeah, me and I remember Sad, that. we found some, like, there was some weird stuff where, like, bullets would, I think maybe it's because APSX has such high pen, but, like, you'd shoot somebody in the face, and then their thorax would also take damage. <laughs> Obviously, you don't normally see it because when you get mm. shot in the head, you normally die. 
to the unarmored front hitbox. But like, if you get shot in the jaw, your thorax also takes damage like most of the time, <laughs> which is really weird. That is weird. It might just like pen through and hit the hitbox behind. I don't know whether those are overlapping, like the head hitbox, and you know, it's like then the, the thorax comes up to here, but like the head hitbox is embedded in the thorax hitbox. If that makes sense, it hits head and then goes through. Because you never, you never usually see it because it always one shots you. But with APX, APSX, it doesn't. Kind of intriguing, but yeah. I mean, I've I've been a pro, uh, a proponent of this like head HP change for for ages. Um, try and f- figure out like how to do that without breaking the game. I think I think it'd be better. I think it'd be better. Yeah, because like, uh I would I would really like the extra thorax HP because I'm really worried about the hit bo- armor hit boxes next wipe. <laughs> Assuming that's still going, but that's you know mm. that's next wipes problem exactly um speaking of breakpoints piranha vs flechettes yeah piranha vs flechette we wanted to talk about this a little bit um i haven't done the full work on it yet but i think i have a good enough handle of like what happens in the background to make it make sense one of the things that you have to think about with these is is just how like the armor damage function works. So if we go and have a look at the two the stats on these things. So so just for a bit of background, like Flechette is now only purchasable from Mechanic at level three. Is it from Mechanic or is it Jaeger? I think or maybe it is Jaeger. I'm actually just gonna go check quickly. But you have to do forest clearing. I think, like, once you do forest clearing, can you buy it from... Oh, no, it is, it is Jaeger, yeah. So you, you do forest clearing, which is the quest after the Dorms kills one. And then you, so you do the Dorms kills, six, six... Not the Dorms, sorry. The six factory office kills. And then you get forest clearing, which is, like, kill a bunch of scavs. You do that, and then from Jaeger 3, you can then buy the shed. This used to be uh, craftable earlier in the workbench because you used to use those, like, metal fuel cans, and you it was just, like, one of those and one blue... Uh, blue gunpowders and they changed it to like four blue gunpowders because it was obviously like pretty busted before then um but now they've replaced piranha with flechette in the in the craft i don't think you can buy piranha i don't think i might have to go and mm, let's go let's just let's just go and see i feel like you can't where is it flea market it, it, uh... you test everyone's spelling yeah you, you could buy it on the flea it is sellable on the flea, but it is not purchased by the traders. Okay, so yeah, it's a craft-only thing, which is fine. And it's currently going for like 1300 something like that. I think you could buy Flechette too on the flea, actually. Um, but people are still figuring out like which one's better. Yeah, so Flechette is like 3000 on the flea instead. Um, so yeah, so, so Farada's craft-only, and then the Flechette is, is purchase-only. And the difference between them is like kind of interesting. Like I quite like the, what they've done. So Flechette, as always, is 8 Darts, which is 25 damage each, so we're talking 200 total damage. And Piranha is uh, 25 damage also per dart, but it's 10 darts dead. So you actually get like 250 damage from Piranha total, which is one of the things, and I've kind of argued this in one of my videos before, that kind of hurts for shit. There's like a bunch of clips from friendly guy where he's like shooting people from about 15, 10, 15 meters, something along those lines. And they're just not dying, and like between misses and arm, you know, arms blocking. Because arms now, if you shoot an arm a second time, it only distributes, you know, fifty percent of it's forty nine percent because they did like a, you know, the way they did it. 
but it's like 49% of the damage gets spilled over. So if you hit them with a dart of, of a flechette, it only, it only puts like 12.5 through. And that's without any damage reduction either. So it's actually quite low. So you want to be really close when you're using these things. So Prana's got like a bit more damage, which kind of helps mitigate that. Um, the accuracy thing, I don't think it makes any difference. It's like 5% versus 10%. This is literally an MOA thing. Like it doesn't matter for these. I don't even know why they have those stats on there. So the important thing that remains is the pen. You know, most of the time, like the only shells that actually have good pen on 12 gauge is like some of the slugs, basically like AP20, really. And then some of the others are like 50 BMGs, like the next best with 26. So AP20 slugs have got like 37 pen. And Flechette's got 31 pen. But the, the difference with Flechette is that obviously it fires like eight different, different projectiles. And the armor damage is 26, which is pretty low. But the way that you have to look at it is each individual dart fires and hits separately. Mm -hmm. And if you hit with all eight, it's like hitting with one projectile with 26 armor damage times eight. Um, right. So long, so long as you're not like hitting a break point around like, let's see, because, you know, 20, or 31 pen is not very high. So if you're shooting against class five, all eight, all eight darts originally should all be absorbed. So in that way, you have to look at it like, yeah, what's the armor damage on absorption for all eight projectiles so it kind of acts more like a 31 pen 208 percent armor damage projectile if you hit all of them for the most part which is why it just like completely trashes people's <laughs> trashes people's yeah. armor and the way that that functions and because of the way that the ballistics calculations work it relies on penetration twice because it does there's one there's one piece of the armor damage calculation which works on pen versus armor class. And there's another piece of the armor damage calculation that does pen multiplied by armor damage. So when you kind of like combine the two parts of the equation together, you end up with, it's, it's yeah. Not, you know, like in, in principle, it's like pen squared times armor damage divided by armor class, right? <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how it ends up working. Yeah, so it's like, so it's, it's exponentially... Um, like pen is just way more important than the other stuff. And because you go from 31 pen down to piranhas like 24, that actually has a much bigger effect than you'd think, even though it's, it's only like seven less. But it's because it depends on pen twice in the calculation. So, for example, if you shot a... Which one's this? Yeah, this is the Redute M. And I, I still think this is true. I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to retest it yet, which I'm... I'm going to, but this, this was true the last time I tested for Shet. So that starts at 80 damage, 80 durability, sorry. If you shoot all eight pellets into a Redute M, it goes from 80 durability to 60 durability. This is kind of a product of the fact that the pen is still kind of low and the armor has, a, it just has a lot of dura. Like the, the Redute M now has like a ton of durability. The effective durability is now like really high on this thing. I think it's combined materials. Yeah, so the destructibility is like 0.5. So the effective durability on the Redute M is now like 160 or something. It's like, it's, it's really, really high. So it removes 20 points away from the Redute M, which is class 5. If you swap that over to um, Piranha, then it should, and I haven't done the test yet, but it should end up on like 64.2. So overall, you are trading off some armor damage for like the increased damage of the actual, like, projectiles or whatever if, if they do hit arms or whatever because it's not even the damage of the projectile it's the fact that you've just got like more you just got more of them so it's gonna be interesting to see exactly how this like how this follows through um 
I need to do some more testing. But against class four, I think I'm just like I'm just like running some of these because the thing is it's complicated because you basically have each because each dart comes in on its own, so it like chips away, chips away, chips away, chips away. So you could end up killing on like dart six or something because then they they start to pen halfway through the blast. Like the way that I've got my uh, my like experiment stuff set up. I have to like aggregate them together because otherwise I did like tons of lines, right? Like I normally only go out to the shot eight, but on Piranha that doesn't even fill one one projectile. You know, you need to do if you want to do like three blasts of Piranha, you'd need like thirty sort of thirty iterations of the of the test, which is just not the way that my my thing works. That's why I bundle them together, but it means you end up with like a later TTK because of the way that it it functions here. But again, it's like Piranha is going to two shot or three shot class fours for sure. But I think in most cases, I'm not sure whether you're just better off, like, you're better off just using Piranha for, like, more chances to hit the head, there's more, there's, there's more darts in general, and the fact that you just have more damage, and the armor damage is also still pretty good, so unless you come up against, like, a Giga Chad, you're probably still going to be okay. I wonder if there's a difference in speed, actually. Let's just go into the detail view for 12 gauge, and so I'm like, uh, where's Flechette? Because Flechette is subsonic, it's like, 320, so it's quite slow. Okay, Prana's the same, actually. Prana's also 310. So about the same speed. Not that that really matters, but that actually stops the drop-off from being very strong on these. Which is kind of interesting. They also have better ballistic projectile, projectile properties than something like Magnum or 7mm or whatever. So they don't, the damage fall-off isn't as extreme on these guys. Kind of interesting. So, But yeah, I don't know. I think Prana's like actually a relatively decent replacement. Or flechette, actually, if you do want to craft it. Now that it's like four, the four of the eagle, or is it? It's not eagle, it's kite. Four of the eagle gunpowders. Now it is, yeah, it is kind of an expensive thing to do. Uh, or you could buy it off the flea or whatever, but like, I think, it's, I think it's decent. I haven't actually used it in practice yet. I've crafted some and I need to, to use it and just kind of get a feeling for it. But I feel like overall, on balance, it probably will feel much the same, I think. That's my early take. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm having to play with uh, Tarkov Gunsmith. Um, there's stuff. I was trying to decipher if uh, their hit count is one pellet or all the pellets hitting. I think it's I'm pretty positive it's all the pellets hitting. Yeah, it doesn't um, quite line up with what I... With, with what I do, and I know, but I know that my flechette one was right, but it might not be right anymore, and this is why I'm like slightly like, oh, I need to go and check and and have a look because you have to for shotgun things you have to do them in a very specific way, you know because it's because it's a multi shot cartridge, it's just a bit weird. Yeah, it but I know for sure weird. in the testing that I did, flechette did take a reduced M from eighty to sixty. That's kind of like my benchmark, I suppose. Or how this stuff works, but you know, some stuff's changed. Some stuff has changed, so I don't know. We need we need to redo it and oh, redo no. this check. This doesn't look right to me, but so it took it from your what was the thing you're testing against a rat rig or no? Uh, I was testing. So originally, I was looking at a reduced M. Reduced, yeah. So you said that. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. This doesn't really make that much sense. You're telling me I gotta hit them eight times of all pellets to get their 
durability that's a half on their rat rig? That doesn't sound right to me. I don't think it one shot. So remember, you got to remember the armor damage is actually quite low compared to other other rounds. So you do have to hit them kind of. With oh, I'm looking at Piranha. Full salvo. That's my bad. I yeah, so Piranha's like shots. yeah, because Piranha's like twenty four okay, pen, but with twenty two armor damage. You see, so it's it's quite low. Like if you look at something else that's sort of in the middle, it would deal with class four. Let's see what's like PP. Ah, it's only thirty eight actually. 36 pen with 38, but as we said, pen's more important, so. It's kind of hard to, this is why these things are sometimes hard to analyze, like, qualitatively. You have to actually just kind of crunch the numbers a bit, or go into raid and test yeah, it. Yeah, because, like, hard to balance. This is interesting, because you're basically, you're, like, relying on broad damage, in a sense. Mm. Um, so you got, like, the blunt, damage effectively um you, you know it's that adds up and then you're basically hitting their arms which is going to also eventually add to their damage stomach if we're not wearing stomach armor but like it looks like you like piranha is actually kind of weak that pen definitely hurts it a lot but you get more pellets i don't know Mm. Yeah. Too much going on for me, though. I gotta fly alarm. It's complex. It's complex. No, I don't know. I feel like it maybe is worth it. I don't know. Do I get... Actually, let me let me just re let me recheck this actually. So if I've got a reduced M up on my thing. This is like using a very naive. This is, as I said, this is using a very naive kind of calculation. It's like the the thing that I usually use, just to like try and have a look at this stuff. A very naive calculation, which is that all the darts hit simultaneously and they all have the same treatment, so they either all absorbed or they mm -hmm. all they all penetrate, depending on like where you are in the threshold. Like that's that doesn't really work for this bullet, but if you just do that, it means that Flechette four shots of class five, like a reduce, and Piranha five shots of class five. The TTK is actually usually. It's either the same or one shot less, because that's like where the weird fringe happens. So I guess Flechette probably does three shot of a D10. And on that basis, I reckon Piranha probably then four shots it. But this is like all the all the all the darts go onto the target, onto the thorax. Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't account for anything else outside of that. So you can see how against class five, you know, you're really relying on headshots mainly, actually, which is why often you just like you point it here <laughs> and you just spray. And hopefully you get, you know, a couple going into the head. I guess, like, that's kind of where you have, like, the shed. With Piranha, I should say. Did they like, nerf the Flechette stats? Or is I, it the same? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think it's the same. I don't think they ever nerfed it. It's not source history. It's still, you're still kind of better off. Like, the thing that I still like about Flechette and, and Piranha to this, to the same point is that you can shoot kind of at the head and center mass together because of the way yeah. the spread works, and you don't have to worry about like Magnum being completely absorbed by somebody's chest armor. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I just feel like you're getting more consistent spread damage, whereas like Magnum, you like really want to go for the legs. I mean, you can go for like headshots randomly, but it, it's like you know, 
don't know. Uh, yeah, if they're wearing prefer... a class three helmet, like a ratnik, yeah. then it's gonna like it bounces off the ears and off the head, right. and then absorbed by the armor. Like yeah, the arms, but like yes, Magnum does a lot of damage. It's like four hundred total. But then if you shoot into the arms and then they're blacks, then you're actually only dealing like two hundred. I mean, which is still a lot, right? If you shoot somebody in the in the black arm with Mag- Magnum, they take two hundred damage to their whole PMC. Like this is an enormous amount. But then you also have to deal with higher recoil at the same time. This is the other crazy thing, too, is you hit him in the arm and the chest with one pellet. I didn't even think about that. So, like, if, if like, half your pellets double penetrate, I think they're mm. dead. <laughs> like, just straight up, I think they're dead. You know, that's an interesting point, because 24 and 31 pen actually potentially does allow you to, to go through twice. Because it's above that like weird threshold. I don't know, you know, when Aaron tested it, it was about 20-ish or something. I don't know if it does that for these. I'm not sure. Another thing that's kind of intriguing. Hmm. Yeah, because that would questions. really mess you up. Yeah. Like, sometimes it has surprising TTK, for sure. I feel like sometimes you just... Yeah. You, they just die. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really know what's the cause, right, you know? That... Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. Um, I'm going to do some more detailed work on it and then I'm probably going to make something like more formal about it so we know everything yeah, that'd be nice I'll do some testing do the uh, do the tests get the actual real result in raid and then come back and uh, look at the theory hopefully it will match yourself I hope so I hope so uh, I guess just closing out um, essentially in case you want to pull it up I don't know if I don't know if you do but um I saw this come across my feed. Recall overhaul 2.0 for the legendary realism one that I can't shut up about. <laughs> oh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen it. So yeah, he puts he puts the video in his channel, um, showcasing it, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, I'm just going to play it a little mainly bit, but it's very interesting because. He's basically got it to a point where he's removed the auto comp, mm-hmm. but that's not like entirely true. He's just like worked as I as I understand it. He's just worked within the, um, you know, the system as is. But he's like tweaked it to a point where it feels like there's no auto comp, and Weird. yeah, it it looks really intriguing. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the demo that BSG showed, but better, like way better, obviously. Okay. You know. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just uh, to to describe describe what's happening for the audio listeners. Of course, the iron sights. He's using the M4 of iron sights, and he's not like the gun is. So let me go back a bit. So the gun is actually like when he full autos, he's bursting here. Okay, here we go. So he the he always has sight, like he can always see his front post of the M4 iron sights. But the gun recoils upwards, like it just goes. He's shooting the um, shooting range, and he's like hitting the ceiling, like you know, three meters in front of him. Like he, like there's act like there's a massive recoil, but he can see the iron sights the whole time, and so he mm-hmm. can like at, at later in the clip he like controls for it he like pulls down like this is very like call of duty esque i would say i mean it's it's more call of duty 
Um, like, I don't think Caldi has that much recoil. But uh, that was very intriguing. Um, the fact that he was able to accomplish this. And, like, you can see he's doing, like, semi-auto. He's, like, trying to compensate it for it, but to me, it looks like the post, the front post is doing a little weird. Like, there might be some weird stuff going on with the, you know, the, uh, actually, maybe he was just wasn't holding his breath. Looked like he held his breath and looked fine. I don't know. It looks very promising. There's another video he's got where he's showing, like, how he has it turned off for, like, pistols and, like, stockless weapons, which is pretty cool. Mm. Like, it acts like, kind of like, the flip happens. Uh, but yeah, yeah which is, is always an interesting one because it's like it kind of is okay for pistols mostly. Mostly, yeah. There's just there is a weird thing. I hate it so much where you sh- like spam fire the pistols and they bullets go, oh, down. go down. Yeah, so you yeah. you like have to wait to reset, which is really annoying. It's like more annoying because you like end up panicking if you do pull out your pistol. You know, you're spamming it and then mm-hmm. you're just not hitting. Anyways. So yeah, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Doubt BSG will <laughs> ever take notes or see this, but I think it's really impressive that, you know, as I understand it, I think it's in the description here. I I'll have to I'll have to see if I can get a hold of him and see if he can maybe explain if it is the case that he worked within the system to do it and perhaps how he did it, but it's it's pretty cool nonetheless. So I will be looking forward to checking this out whenever it comes around. Yeah, kind of like how I'm I'm so torn about these like SPT changes and stuff because it like half hills fills me with like joy to see it mm-hmm. being done really well. And it just half fills me with just despair, <laughs> knowing that the work is just never gonna be used in a like an official capacity. And it makes me yeah. like, yeah, I'm just like I'm half like, you know, go you guys and half just like Ugh. <laughs> Makes me very sad. Yeah, I don't know. Unless something changes with BSG. Um, you know, like, for me, they wouldn't even have to really do, like, you know, fully embrace them, but, like, you know, just, just like, DM a guy, you know? I don't know. Get him, get him in contact with someone, like, or, you know, hire a man. It's just, like, kind of crazy to me that they're so anti-modding apparently when like <laughs> I don't know given like the games like I would say heavily inspired from Stalker I don't know man it's just like half like oh, I just feel like the industry is so like modern friendly so to speak like a lot of people get their starts from like modding games and it's not People's everyone's seen, like, how much benefit it gives right how much like it gives it such gives. longevity to your games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like, I mean, a lot of like, I'm saying like in general, like devs, you know, they may have started out modding is how they got into like game development. You know what I mean? Um, mm. Like making their own mods and whatnot, like reverse engineering stuff. You know, um, I don't think it's like, I think it's like relatively calm, but I'm not 100 sure on that. I'm mostly just shooting stuff from the butt here but (laughs) one random final piece to update before we close as i was um as i was told by two sven in chat restart the game the arsa spider works they've added loads more 
There's 16,000 in stock right now. Wow. I just bought one. So the dog tag barter works again. You could do it. They stopped it being like a minuscule number of things. One other interesting thing, actually, is I can see the RSAS. Actually, is this true? It looks like it. It looks like the RSAS uh, is Peacekeeper 3, but it says available after quest complete to buy in cash. But um, I don't know if that's like, if I put in the mutant, let me just do this before we finish. If I just put the mutant in. Oh, wait, hold on. RD704. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that just shows me my trade level. Yeah, that just shows me my trade level. Okay, so yeah, it's still it's still probably Peacekeeper 4, I guess. Um, but yeah, you could do the barter now. Now we can actually do the rest of Gunsmith. Hooray! Fantastic. Yeah, I remember, that was all. Remember, like, before the flea, I mean, I don't, really, I don't remember this, but just hearing the stories of, like, the only way you could do Gunsmith was you had to go to Shoreline and loot that one room. <laughs> like, that's... God, dude, that sounds awful. Emergent and engaging gameplay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's cast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And yeah, we'll see you all next week. Catch you later.